Hello everyone, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Big Auntie here and I've come today to talk about generational poverty and how we break the cycle. Right, earlier today I was on Instagram and um, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Patrice J. White, but she posted on the gram and she posted every family has a person who breaks the chain of poverty and that stuck with me so much so I had to do a podcast about it. Now it's important to understand what poverty is and what generational poverty is so that we can get some basic history of what we're going to talk about today. So according to investopedia.com poverty is a state or condition which a person or community lacks the financial resources and essentials for a minimum standard of living. Poverty means that the income level from employment is so low that basic human needs can't be met. And MedicineYale.edu defines generational poverty as having been in poverty for at least two generations. The players often feel that society owes them and has its own culture, hidden rules and belief system. There is often a caregiver and or a breadwinner who passes down a vicious trap of hopelessness to their offsprings, their family members on how to survive in life, permanently affecting that person's outlook on life because they're not equipped properly to move out of their circumstances. So you might be thinking, okay, big auntie, so what are some of the key factors of generational poverty and there are key factors of these generational poverty. You see, families experiencing generational poverty often feel constant hopelessness, moving from one generation to the next. If family members have no hope of a brighter future, the chances of breaking the cycle is extremely low and this hopelessness can be intertwined with educational, parental and spiritual poverty. Herburnadventures.org actually says families who are caught in generational poverty are only focused on surviving. They're only focused on the now and in urgency, whether it be what they'll eat today, finding a place to live and so on. These families often do not plan for the future because this would make them seem as though they know what the future holds. They value short-term outcomes and they develop patterns which are passed down through generations such as you shouldn't dream of buying a house because the world will soon end and you'd have wasted money. Their plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance. So if you are being, you know, affected by generational poverty, this is where you need to listen and listen carefully so that you can break this generational poverty curse. Now, um, there are effects, actually. There are effects, like I was saying, the, the hopelessness and all of that. Yes. Um, so how can generational poverty affect you? How can it affect me? How has it affected me? How has it affected you? See, poverty can hinder us in so many different ways, such as emotionally, cognitively, where the way we perceive things or reasoning capabilities and even our judgment as well as our behaviour. 
you can also end up having lower attainment, both professionally and educationally, due to the fact that you had little or no access to resources, which could have helped. You see, because of fewer role models, you may have developed some learned behaviours, such as lack of self-confidence, lack of ambition even, poor reading skills and so on. See, some of us who may have experienced generational poverty may suffer from stress or memory processing even. Research from liveandlearnas.org shows that the effects of being raised in poverty reverberate throughout every aspect of a child's life, making them as much as 72% more likely to raise their own children in poverty. Those children then are likely to raise their children in poverty. Thus, the rate of poverty increases with each subsequent generation. You see, all in all, poverty from childhood can have lasting effects into adulthood, moving from generation to generation. Childrensociety.org says you can become susceptible to bullying because you don't dress like the others when you are suffering poverty or even generational poverty. You see, you can develop mental health issues, anxiety, depression, which often leads to suicide. Not always, but often leads to suicide because you think there's no way out. You may feel unequal to others, especially when it comes on to achievement, almost as if it's too good for you. I know people that feel like that, that things are too good for them. And I've come to tell you, things are not too good for you. If you can dream it, you can achieve it. Generational poverty can result in you being exploited by gangs. When people are very poor, they need to help themselves any way they can. Sometimes being in a gang is the only way to stay alive or to earn money. Be mindful. Some people are suffering from generational poverty, not because they want to, but it's because of what they've learned over the years. So then you're there thinking again, okay, big auntie, how can I then overcome generational poverty? You see, a famous Jamaican artist says, we may be born poor, but we're not going to die poor. We can and we must overcome generational poverty. And like I said about the quote that Patrice J. White posted earlier, every family has a person who breaks the chain of poverty. And that hit me very hard as I started to reflect on my own life. Many different sources identify ways in which we can break free. CalculateMyWealth.com says to educate ourselves, we must educate ourselves, not necessarily getting just a degree, but to research our options and then get an education that will help us to develop a marketable skill. Getting a good education and developing marketable skills can put us ahead of the curve. They also suggest we don't just reduce debt, but invest to create generational wealth. Invest your money wisely. The stock market is there. Make investment a priority to break from the cycle. Lastly, they suggest you get a mentor. Consider looking for someone who can help you overcome generational poverty. You don't have to fix your finances on your own. In fact, a mentor can help you find a better paying job and set you in a more lucrative course of study. 
Listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. Again, liveandlearners.org suggests that economically empowering women is the solution to breaking generational poverty because studies find that empowering women is the most effective strategy for improving the condition of children. I don't know if it's true, but it's what I've researched. Women are three times more likely than men to reinvest their earnings into their family. They are more likely to encourage their children to pursue educational opportunities, to promote better health and nutrition in their families, and to manage their finances responsibly. Self.inc suggests we change your mindsets towards money. You see, when it comes to improving your personal finances and achieving financial wellness, it's 20% skill and 80% behaviour and mindset. In addition, build up and manage your credit scoring. To end, be the one to break the generational poverty that you're currently in. Help to look after your nearest and dearest and leave wealth for your children, your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren too. Leave wealth so that they too can carry on. But you don't have to stay stuck in the generational poverty that you may currently be in. It can change. You have to declare it with your mouth, with your mouth that I will change this generation. I will break this generational poverty because I, I declare it and decree it that I will not continue living in generational poverty. Say it, declare it, decree it, say it out loud, believe it and receive it. Thank you for listening to my podcast, but we must break generational poverty over our lives. <laughs>